everybody, and welcome to tonight's Cold Cuts. We are the show where none of us have read the script until you at home on Twitch or the rebroadcast or whatever see us receiving our scripts live on air. So we have no idea what's going on. Granted, knowing me, even if I did know what was going on, I wouldn't know what was going on. Ah! This episode of Hub, which is the story arc that we are on, is written by Nicole Tuttle-Robb and edited by Mariah Clausen. Cold Cuts is based on a concept by Declan Grogan. Last week, the pattern continues for the strangers. Another portal, another challenge. More memories resurface and more dangers await. And we are intentionally keeping this a little vague to give you more of an incentive to go back and watch previous episodes. <laughs> Anyways, I would love to introduce you to our cast for this week. Cast, when I introduce you, please tell me what you believe elimination is. As we saw last week, Sweet Baby Cinnamon Roll Yellow was told that they were eliminated, but they were still allowed to go through the portal. However, the the lit up portion of their wrist that showed that they, they passed or failed the test did not light up. So my challenge to you is when I introduce you, give me your prediction as to what elimination really means. Uh, also keep in mind that poor Yellow did not receive additional memories the way that everyone else did as well. Um, if you are correct, then I will eliminate you <laughs> at the end of this episode myself. But I haven't told you what elimination means. And you're not going to find out until the end of the episode. <coughs> Could be a bad thing. Could be a good thing. Well, you don't know. Elimination a good so thing? give me your choices. I will write it down. And we'll see how this goes. Because now you're going to be playing a game within a game. So to start off with, who's it going to be? Oh, hey, Emery Chase. Okay. Um... <laughs> It's really ironic if I do get eliminated because I'm not going to be here next week. So it'd be like so convincing. <laughs> um, <laughs> like Emery's just gone. Can well, fairness, someone eliminate themselves? You Yes, you can eliminate yourself. Uh, but now, now I just gave it away. So you can't do that gambit, I guess. Um, so the whole elimination thing and the fact that they didn't get their memories back kind of leads me towards what I was kind of contemplating at the beginning of like the good place kind of like proving yourself through some trial mm. thing. Um, because it seems like the memories are obviously like a reward for doing this thing. And if you fail it, you've been deemed unworthy of getting your memories back. And so the consequences now that you like the person that you were that I guess maybe sucks. And that's why you were sent here. You've not been able to redeem that person. So now you like don't get them back and you just have to be this new person without your memories. And maybe you'll do better this time. Okay. So, oh. You know what's a good idea is unmuting myself. Okay, so basically a good place rewards-based system. Like Yeah, a good place. Like okay. I mean, I guess like redemption and rewards-based system kind of thing. Okay, we'll see how that plays out. Next up, Crystal Lee. 
Hello, what's up? I play blue or Grace now, I guess. Uh, what's up? I elimination. It's assuming it's a bad thing because I don't know. I don't know when an elimination would like typically typically be considered good. I think they're like all in the running for a prize that they don't know about yet. And so what you're getting eliminated from is the possibility of winning the prize. Who knows what that is, but I really love that good place idea. Or something like where like they're trying to get back to their lives and yellow they've just gotten eliminated from being able to return to their normal life. But who knows? Uh maybe they're all dead and this is like them trying to make death saves and failing and you know like in dungeons and dragons when you succeed you, you maybe like you can go back but you know who knows that's 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 my theory there's a prize that we don't know about yet okay so written down for crystal running for a prize dead and making death saves yes all right if that's your final answer that's what we're gonna go with yeah lock lock me in for that all right, you are. Up next, we have Marissa Catherine. Hello, hello. I play Eve, um, formerly Green. Um, so almost piggybacking <coughs> off of that, because that was similar to my thought of like a reward system in a way. I'm wondering if they're eliminated from completing the challenge. Like everybody finishes, their band is colored, and they are then able to be released back. And those that are eliminated have to continue and, like, restart fresh with no memories. And, like, keep going until they can complete that. You know? You're all test subjects. So keep going until you finish the test. How many times does it take? That sounds properly Grecian, and I love it. (laughs) So I have down for you, eliminated from completing challenge, restarting fresh until they keep until they actually i wrote that down restarting fresh (laughs) until they complete the challenge yep that's my thought i love that it's so evil it's so good (laughs) it is all right up next we have my favorite target who's actually not going to be made fun of today because he's going in the middle (laughs) so he doesn't have to tell on himself we have grant's (laughs) Patricio. <laughs> Hi, uh, I am the Avaris, uh, the Avaris, formerly known as Orange, and my theory, kind of similar to what we've been hearing about, but I go full on the world ends with you in terms of the end result. This is all just some sort of twisted game. The li- the challenges you have to complete. If you get your memory, if you get memories and the colored wristbands, it means you complete it. The person or player who completes the least challenges after a certain amount of time is just straight up consciousness, soul, completely erased. Ah! Ah! (laughs) Yeah. Ah! Going full on world ends with you in this plot line. These are getting increasingly dark, and I really... Either that, or you can put me down for two. I'm shooting myself in the foot today. It's either full Neo world ends with you or the people who are eliminated are just removed from the challenge first and filled in like it's some sort of like elaborate pranked scenario. Oh my God. That's also. Yes. That's also, these are very good. Um, I have that written down and I'm not going to make fun of you for it. 
Um, the first one, because I've never played The World Ends With You, but I have, of course, watched Squid Game. Yeah. And that sounds a lot like Squid Game, except instead of being erased, you just get died. Uh, so. Yeah, in World Ends With You, you literally just, like, whatever's left of you, if you lose the game, it's just removed from the fabric of existence. That, I would... Completely gone. That really sounds like a super interesting game, actually. I kind of want to play it now. Play the sequel. It's easier to control. Is it? Please tell me it's titled The World Also Ends With You. I wish, but no. Oh. <laughs> the world oh. ends with also you. <laughs> oh. The world just... ends with two? I wish, but no. Okay. Up next, we have Aubrey Poppleton. Aubrey, I am going to give you a challenge. I know that you love puns. So, in addition to the overarching question that all of the actors have to answer, I also want you to give a pun for the second World Ends With You game. I mean, you kind of already gave it with The World Ends With Two. Yeah, but I mean, if you're a pun master and you love puns, you gotta... I mean, you can I, also... I'm out of practice. You can also <laughs> think of one while you're telling me your yeah. answer to the overarching right. Uh Well, I guess uh, I am Aubrey. Uh, I play Red or Malachi. Um, still a little sick, but getting better. Um, uh, everyone kind of, like, elaborated on what my thoughts were, uh, what elimination... Uh, elimination means so I'm just going to do a joke and say go to jail do not pass go do not collect $200 um, and that's and my answer that you know honestly it has just as much of an of a chance of being true as anything else in this to be frank I so. mean a portal could just plop us all in a jail cell for all we yeah. know oh yeah shoot. I'm I'm not going to I mean I know that you said it's a joke but at this point not much here is <laughs> it could it could totally work. It could be like a very meta Monopoly game. I guess the All world right, ends with one? Pew and it's a laser game. <laughs> I knew you would come yeah. up with something yeah. glorious. Thank also, you. Also, if this is a Monopoly game, which one of us is the top hat? Who yeah, called yeah. Dibs? <laughs> dibs and the little dog. I'm more of a thimble person myself. <laughs> I, I I like the... I, I like you too, Kitty. Uh, I like the iron. Because nobody picks the iron. Okay. I don't like Monopoly. Oh, Monopoly ends friendships and families. Uh, up, up yeah, what's next. not to love? Up next, we have Darling Cinnamon Roll Yellow, Corey Sapienza. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm Corey. I play yellow. And you know what? The thing that's really been throwing me off about this question is Meredith, you said you would eliminate us. So I've been thinking, what is within your power to do? And I think, if you get eliminated, you just get a really stern talking to from Meredith. I think that's it. I think that's all it is. And I mean, I'm pretty sure that there are some people out there who would pay very good money to have me talk to them very sternly. So, I mean, I'm just saying it might not be a bad thing. Especially if that's something that you're into. So, I'd be okay I with mean, it. And I'm getting paid to be given that stern talking to as well. So, winning. Yeah, exactly. Now turn off Bad. your... Now, yeah, now turn off your Zoom and let the other person talk. Yes, thank you, Corey. You're a very good... You're a very good person. Really glad you listened to me. All right, and last of all, we have... <laughs> 
Hey, wait a second. Twitch terms of services. Hey, hey, I didn't say anything. I didn't, I didn't say anything wrong or, or bad here. Uh, last but not least, we have Dalton Ingle Sorrel. Hello, Dalton. Time for your predictions. Hi. Hi. I'm Are you Dalton. okay? I'm good. We're great. It's all swell. Do you need <laughs> me to like fly out to where you are and give you the Heimlich? Maybe, like, maybe. Are you dying? Uh, Does Delta need a hug? I haven't taught I haven't taught my dog the Heimlich yet, so it's it's looking rough for today. Um, ah. I'm I'm Delta. <laughs> I play Pink, formerly known as Hank, and um, I had theories, and then stuff was said, and I'm trying to put it back together, frank, frantically. Um, what was I thinking? Well, you've got to you've got to give your answer because if if you do not um, if you do not give an answer, it's an it's an automatic elimination, but it's like the bad kind of elimination. <laughs> automatic. I don't I don't get to hear you sing the intro to Neon Genesis again. No. 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 Okay, and besides, for one thing, that's like um, absolutely, um, you know, it, it's that's already committed to to audio anyway so if anyone ever wants to hear me sing the evangelion theme song and the evangelion theme song as a gregorian chant i'm never doing it again it only happened once ever in life okay i bought myself enough time i think i remember what i was gonna say um so there was mentions of like squid game and stuff there was also a movie that i forget how i know about it because i've never seen it but it's like i think it's black and white and it has to do with like purgatory and it's like three to five people just in a room together, and they're all not great, um, but they're also not evil because you know otherwise they wouldn't be in purgatory. And it's just like a little microscope at looking how they interact. Um, and so this this gives me those kind of vibes, but also does give me the Squid Game vibes. And in Squid Game, they had that big bowl where all the money gets dropped mm-hmm. down, and that kind of feels like the memories. We're just the the memories are getting dropped down into our. Ooh. Noggins, and maybe maybe we g- the thing we gambled with were our memories. We're like, yeah, we'll be fine. It'll be great. And it's a game show because we had nothing else to gamble to get on the show, so we gave up our memories. And maybe if we get eliminated, we just either get what we get, or we just don't. We, they just revoke all the memories that we did win, and we're just empty shells husked onto the street, devoid of all meaning and purpose. So it's left kind to of find like it again. it's kind of like. Uh, <laughs> in the chat our producer just said Jesus Dalton. <laughs> uh you know it's very it sounds a lot like like what Grant predicted but instead of being eliminated from all of reality the the empty husk part that's almost more nightmarish than I mean that is existing. kind of eliminated from reality cuz like you are but just you're a collection of your physically there ship of Theseus so... yeah, are you exactly. really you anymore that's you so creepy you was eliminated you went and you're gone. And like, uh, oh man, like that's especially cute. especially Hank because he's they, they he got nobody to remember him by. So if he right. goes, he's gone. <laughs> right. Oh god. And that reminds me of like, like I said, I I am he- sitting here debating: is it better to just be an empty shell wandering around reality, or just to not have existed at all, like in the world ends with you scenario? And man, I'm going to be staring at the ceiling all night. I mean, I was going to be doing that anyway because I have insomnia, but like now I'm going to be staring at it more. I gave you uh, something to focus harder. on. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't forget what it was. I wrote I wrote it down. So, if any of you come close, um, 
to it, you will be eliminated at the end of this. If none of you get it, none of you will be eliminated. So you'll never know if I was going to give you a perk or a, a or a not perk. So Oh, so we could have I mean, gotten stat yeah. buffs off of this? How's mm -hmm. that fair? I, I said eliminated. I said you eliminated. Did, hey, I didn't say it was going to be You just said give you a perk. Perk means something like a stat buff. It might be or it might not be, man. Uh, I don't know. I call hacks. No, well, I'm just saying no one will know for sure what it is because this is a one episode only thing that I'm doing. <laughs> All right. So if anyone has any final things to say, you better speak now or forever hold your peace. Otherwise, I am going to make the producer send you your scripts right now. So any last words? Ooh. All right, platform, please go ahead and send the actors their scripts right now. Twitch chat, those of you who are listening live, as things are heating up, I would love to hear your views and your opinions. You are not um, qualified to receive an elimination, either in a good way or a bad way. We'll see. So you have nothing to lose by trying. Uh, we also are Twitch affiliates, so if you are not subscribed to us, please make sure to subscribe to us. Show your support and love to Indie Theater by having Twitch pump us full of the dollars. Because that's how we keep things going here. Alright, actors, when you receive your scripts, please give... Yes, thank you for modeling good behavior, Marissa, as the first with the thumbs up. Yes, yes, be very proud of yourself. Uh, so we've got a couple more actors left. Tw I, Twitch, come on. Come on, give me your theories. While we wait for our last two holdouts, I want to hear from you. Oh, Delton, do you have something you want to share with the class? <laughs> Mr. Unmuted. Oh, I was, I was just doing a thumbs up. I didn't realize I was unmuted, but... Okay, yeah. thank you for letting me know. Okay. Okay. Okay, we are having some minor technical difficulties. Uh, so if you could please hold. Uh, cast, if any of you would like to sing the Evangelion theme song... You would be more than welcome to unmute yourself and sing the Evangelion theme song. Delton, that means you in particular. I honestly don't know it. I never watched the show. Oh, it's okay. But I was rewatching people... Batman the Animated Series today. Ooh. And that's a good it's, show. It's good. It's nice. I didn't realize the first episode is the one where the scene where Batman goes, I'm an equal opportunity crime fighter. But, you know, we're, we're given gifts like that by the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am very behind on Batman, but, like, we, we were talking about the Harley Quinn show earlier. Yes. And I yes. love their version of Batman in that as well. I'm fine, Alfred. I can do this. It's okay. I, I also love the version of Batman in Brave and the Bold because he gets yeah. to encounter the music meister and is in a literal <laughs> musical theater episode and I fucking love it. It spoke to me super hard. Isn't isn't Neil Patrick Harris the music meister in yes. that series? Oh my yes. god, yes. <laughs> yes. And I, I awesome. love it. So Brave and the Bold and Harley Quinn is both Diedrich Bader too. 
mm-hmm. voicing Batman. And uh, he is a very underrated Batman, in my opinion. Oh, all right. We've got we've got all of our technical stuff sorted out. So sorry. Batman talk's going to have to wait until after the show. Twitch chat, you're welcome to talk about Batman in Twitch chat, but we aren't going to be responding to it. So, all right, actors, let's get going. <clears throat> this is Hub, episode five, Trust by Nicole Tuttle. What do you mean you remember nothing? There's nothing new here. I don't remember anything like what you're all talking about. Well, perhaps that is due to coming in last place. So they don't get the memory because they lost. Well, it's better than being killed. Avaris! Am I wrong? You're sure there's nothing? Positive. So the memories are a reward, then. And the punishment is intended to enhance your lack of self-awareness. You did not pass, so you do not get the puzzle together. I don't have the new orange color on my wristband, either. This is a very complicated game we're playing. This isn't a game, Hank. This is torture. That's what this is. I'm okay, guys. Actually, I think it's better not knowing where I was. Not knowing where they took me from. I think that would hurt more. Maybe you're right. We need to get some sleep. It's getting dark out, and there's no telling when the next portal's gonna pop up. They've been running us like crazy. Are you sure you're okay, Jab? I'm fine. Thanks, Eve. Avaris is right. At least I'm still here. I... I sort of accepted my fate there for a minute. It's nice. It's nice to be proven wrong. Eve threw her arm around Jeb's shoulders and pulled them tight to her. I'm really glad you're still here. I don't think I could handle Avaris without you. I heard that! (laughs) It's late and we've been through a lot today. Eve, with her arm looped through Jeb's, led them back to their open cave, followed closely by Avaris and Hank. Grace was about to follow behind when Malachi's hand gripped her arm. You need to take care of your hands. For the first time since arriving back at Hub, Grace looked down at her recently injured hands. Gone was the fabric from Avaris's outfit, and her eyes traveled over her exposed and burning injuries. Ah, injuries follow us back then. Good to know. Come on. We'll boil some water to clean those wounds. They get infected, we might not be able to do anything. Ah, yeah. Guess you're right. A little bit later, Malachi and Grace sat outside the cave around a small fire, a pot of water from the newly formed ocean bubbling above it. Hank and Avaris wandered out to lay on the ground near the fire, while Eve and Jeb slept soundly inside the cave. The sounds of the ocean gently crashing against the shore sounded in the distance, and Malachi held Grace's hands in his own, studying the angry skin on her palms. I wish we had a first aid kit. That'd be too easy. I'm... I'm sorry we left. I never wanted to. You had to. I asked you to. I wasn't sure I'd ever see you again. Me either. Uh, So, Doc, what do you say? Think I'll, uh, keep the hands? I think you need to debreed the wound before covering it up again. And that means? Uh, here. Hank sank down onto the ground next to Grace and gestured for her to place her hands on his lap. Uh, See, you not only broke the skin here, but you caused some rope burn. You need to debreed burns before covering them in order to 
appropriately start healing the process. In order to appropriately start the healing process and prevent infection. Uh, here. Hank, using some utensils from the food area inside the cave, worked on Grace's hands for a few silent minutes. Every once in a while, her winces and pain broke through the quiet, and with each one, Malachi shuddered. So you're a doctor, then? I am. At least I think I am. Well, that's good to know. These wounds are not going to get as clean as I would like them to be, but they're already signs of infection. You can fix it, right? Not with what I currently have at my disposal. What do you need? Uh, antibiotics, a sterile field. Honestly, I am worried this environment is only going to make it all worse. I am not optimistic about the long-term use of these hands. Oh, that good, huh? I do not wish to lie to you, G. I know. I wouldn't want you to. So what are you saying, then? <sighs> I'm saying we need proper medicine, for, or this infection will cause some very unpleasant and permanent damage. Irreversible damage. I have done what I can, and this dressing is as clean as it will get. It will be enough for now. All right. Thank you, Hank. Truly. I wish I could do more. Well, you've done what you can. That means everything to me. Uh, we should all sleep. Especially you, G. Thanks. I will. Mm. Grace and Malachi watched as Hank returned to the cave. Avara stirred at the movement and eventually roamed in as well. We'll find something. I'm sure. Next portal. We'll make it a top priority. I'll be okay, Malachi. I know. You have to be. Rest did not come easy for many of them. They tossed and turned. The waves from the ocean were new and intruding sounds that kept them awake. It felt like moments before the sun rose again, and the captives began to roam about the cave, grabbing food from the prepared area, stretching, checking in on the others. It was a quiet morning as they all moved about in their cage, ashamed at how comfortable they had become. Grace moved slower than the others, the color drained from her usually bright face. She attempted to eat a bite of food unsuccessfully and sat quietly on her bed, her head resting in her hands. Grace. Uh, <clears throat> I'm okay, Malachi. How do your hands look? Uh, they're fine. I'm fine, just tired. I hate to burst your morning bubble. You found one? Deeper into the forest area, nestled between two trees. <sighs> What's this one say? Trust. What uh, color is it? Yellow. Oh! Avaris tentatively glanced in Jeb's direction. We can do that. We've been in this together since the beginning. This will be easy. We shouldn't expect any of these portals to be easy. The last one, we almost lost three of us. Jeb could have easily been left behind. We actually did leave Malachi. And Grace over here looks like she might keel over at any minute. How did I know you were going to be the pessimistic one? Ugh, realistic. The last one was a contest, and Jeb didn't get a memory because they lost. Who's to say the next punishment for losing isn't an injury or death? There's a lot of unknowns here, Eve. Don't you think I know that? We should not be fighting. We are about to be tested on trust. Hank's right, y'all. We're in this together, no matter what. Let's just go get this over with. One by one. 
they exited the cave, and Avaris escorted them to the newest portal. The bright yellow light flowing from the structure was visible from a distance, shining through the thick trees. As they approached, they could make out the five-letter word etched on the stone portal. Trust. We stood together. We trust each other. We trust our instincts, okay? No matter what. No matter what. No matter what. Be no matter careful what. in there. And it, be careful in there, everyone. And they stepped through. First light, then darkness, then light again, as their new world took shape. Their small gathering of trees was replaced by a much thicker and denser forest. Trees standing hundreds of feet tall towered over them as they looked around. Their tunics had been replaced by long-sleeved shirts and colored zip-up vests, matching the colors of their bands. Their feet adorned with hiking boots, and each of them carried a large backpack of supplies. Hiking? We're supposed to go hiking? We have to work together to set up a camp, maybe? Take watches? That's the trust? Could be. So, we should pick up a place to camp, then. Jeb slid the pack off their back and dug around inside. Um, I don't think I've ever been camping because I have no idea what any of this stuff is. Hank, maybe there's a first aid kit in here. Something that can help Grace. That is a great idea, Malachi. Everyone, check your packs for first aid. Each person pulled their packs off and rifled through the contents, only to return slow, somber shakes of the head when they found nothing. I'm okay, Malachi. We'll find something. I'm sure of it. It's already getting dark here. We need to start camp now and get a fire going, or, will we, or we won't be done before nightfall. I'll set up the tents with anyone who might know how to. The rest of you need to work on getting a fire started. Jeb and I can gather firewood. That sounds like a great idea. I can help with that. I can help with the tents, Avaris. I will also lend a hand. Okay. Be back soon, you three, and don't go too far. Stay within earshot so if you scream, we can come running. Ah. Comforting. We don't know what's out there, Jeb. We need to be careful. Aye, aye. Malachi, Jeb, and Eve began their trudge through the woods, and just as they disappeared behind the brush, Grace took a seat on the ground, letting her wall fall and releasing <sighs> a painful sigh. Hey. The infection got worse, didn't it? Ah. Uh. I guess you could say that. You think you're gonna make it? I've probably been through worse, even if I can't remember it. You need to get antibiotics, and soon. Too bad we're in the middle of a damn forest. Hey, can you two promise me something? Depends. Don't let anybody die for me, alright? If I can't keep going, or if I... Well, if I don't make it, please make sure everyone keeps going. You mean Malachi. I mean everyone. We still have time to find you some medicine. You have time, G. Please, just promise. Of course. Yeah, I'll drag him with me if I have to. <coughs> Thank you. An hour later, several tents had been pitched and a small fire was burning while the six of them sat nearby, gazing at the flames as they danced. The other challenges have usually been so clear right away. This one feels different. Maybe we're already winning. I wouldn't be so sure. We should take tonight's watch in shifts. I'll take first. Mm. I'll join you. What? 
Hey, if I'm gonna be on watch, you want me with someone who can actually hurt an intruder, right? I can take second watch. I will too. That leaves you and me, G. Sounds like a plan. Alright, get some sleep. Who knows what's gonna happen tonight? Be on your toes. As the others crowded in the open tents to find some sleep, Avaris and Jeb sat themselves a short distance from the tent and watched the surrounding area carefully. You seem to know what you're doing out here. You think you might have been a camper? A camper? I don't think so. <laughs> but I think the woods are somewhere I'm comfortable with. Whatever that means. The woods are where you were before... Well, before this, right? Yeah. I wish I felt comfortable right now. Can't stop shaking. I think the waiting is the worst part, you know? Like, there's going to be a challenge. I know that, and I know that it's likely dangerous, but... Not knowing when it's going to happen is pretty awful. You never know when something's going to happen, Jeb. No one ever does. Spoken like a true realist. I'm not <laughs> trying to be an asshole. I never said you were It's an, an It's all right. I know I am. Seems like it's my default. I don't know who I was, but I can guess I didn't make many friends. I feel like it would be rude to agree with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Agree with me. I know it's true. You know we have to trust each other this time, even if we don't want to. Yeah. So, oh my god. I trust you. And I hope you know that you can trust me too. Shut up. Wow. Okay. I thought we were having a moment here. Quiet, Jeb. What is it? I heard something. Shit. They sprung to their feet and slowed their breathing. Jeb's eyes widened as they looked around. Avaris's eyes darted around the tree line, anxiously waiting for the sound to repeat itself. They stood there for several tense moments before Avaris's shoulders relaxed slightly. Must not have been anything. Just then, a large creature burst through the tree lines and knocked Avaris on his back. He landed with a grunt. Oh, shit! Wake everybody! Now! Uh, wake up! Everyone, wake up! Avaris tried to jump to his feet, but the creature was too fast. Jeb took a good look at it. The figure stood at what looked like eight feet tall, its entire body covered in hair. It moved around the clearing on two legs, and its face seemed vaguely humanoid. Around its neck, a silver band, not unlike the ones adorned on their wrists, was secured. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's Bigfoot! What's going on? Wake up! We're being attacked by Bigfoot! <laughs> The creature lunged towards <coughs> again, and he died <coughs> just in time. We need to take it down! We were not given any weapons! Figure it out! Jeb watched as the creature turned to face Avaris once again. Its eyes were feral, and its body trembled with anger as it moved again to lunge at Avaris. Watch out! Jeb moved quickly, pushing Avaris out of the way of the creature's path. But they were not quick enough to move themselves, as the creature's hands closed around their waist, and its large mouth closed down on their shoulders. Ah! pain as blood began to sneak ah! It's eating me! Hey, over here, you filthy ah! creature! Malachi launched, Malachi launched a large rock through the air and caught the creature on its head. Its teeth were pulled from Jeb's shoulder as it turned around to face its new attacker. Blood stained the fur around its mouth as it dropped Jeb to the ground and began stalking towards Malachi. What's going on? Gee, get back in the tent. You're in no shape to fight. Oh, 
What is that thing? The creature's eyes drifted towards Grace as she limped weakly out of the tent. Don't you dare. But Malachi's threat was lost in the chaos. The figure bounded across the clearing towards Grace, who stood alone near the tents. Grace, no! But as the others attempted to move to Grace, the creature was too fast. It gripped her waist and didn't bother stopping, oh bounding God. off into the woods with Grace securing its grasp. No! Stop! Grace! Malachi sprinted into the woods after the creature in vain. For every step Malachi took, the creature moved with unrelenting speed, faster than anyone could keep up with. Malachi did not stop running until Lavaris's arm grabbed him mid-run, and they both toppled onto the ground. You want to get grabbed, too? We have to stick together! We can't let it take her. It already did, Malachi. Now we need to be smart about this if we're gonna get her back. But she... Needs us to help her. Together. <sighs> Okay. Okay. Come on. Hank's trying to help Jeb. Kid's pretty torn up. About Grace? No, like their shoulder is actually torn up from that bite. Damn! Right. Yet another injury that we can't heal. Malachi and Avaris walked back towards the camp area, Malachi timidly following, glancing behind him every so often in hopes that Grace would appear. When they arrived back at the tents, Hank was positioned over Jeb, who sat against a tree, wincing in pain as Eve held their hand. It's happening. Shh, nothing is happening, Jeb. I feel it. What's going on? Grace, is she... I couldn't keep up. We'll find her. I know we will. What's going on here? Uh, Jeb thinks they're turning into Bigfoot. Which they are not. My transformation is beginning. <laughs> Jeb, I think you are fine. I feel the change within me. That's <laughs> just the blood loss. Can you stop the bleeding? Already have. They're going to be fine. I see the light. Jeb, come on. You're okay. You're fine. You should chain me up. I am a danger to you all. Come on. We have to pack up and go after G. What? No comeback. No poking fun at Jeb's ridiculous idea that they're turning into a monster. Well, it sounds plausible to me. We should probably keep an eye on them. Who knows what that bite might do. See? I told you! I'm doomed to roam the woods as a monster forever! Really? <laughs> Just keep an eye on them. But if they're not bleeding out, then we can get moving. I take it you didn't see where it took her. Just the direction. She will not make it very long if her injuries are not treated. We know, Hank. We have to find her. A half hour later, they had the entire campsite packed and began making their way through the dark forest with nothing but the moon to guide them. You seem pretty comfortable out here, Avaris. I am. What do you think it means? Doesn't matter. Not interested in figuring out the truth anymore? Of course I want to figure out the truth. But honestly, I'm more interested in staying alive right now. Keeping all of us alive. That's very mature of you. Said the teenager. We need you here, Avaris. I know we've butted heads, but you're important to this group. We couldn't <clears throat> do this without you. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, be sure you're keeping watch around you. That creature might not be the only one. It had a collar on. 
like a metal band, just like ours. When its venom was coursing through my veins, I saw it said, Hub Laboratories. There was no venom, Jeb. I know what I felt! Hub Labs. So what, they're domesticating these creatures? Or testing on them. Either way, there's probably something we have to do when we get there. That's gonna be our challenge. I hope G is okay. She has to be. She will be. Unless she too has fallen victim to the creature's stinging bite of mutation. Oh my god, Jeb, you're fine. It's been almost an hour, kid. If it was gonna happen, it would have happened. When's the last Amazing. time you studied the transformative properties of a Bigfoot bite, huh? Uh, exactly. Up ahead. I see something. Nestled in between a frame of trees on the forest floor sat a metal door, its silver shine in stark contrast against the darkness of the ground. Some sort of cellar door? What do you think is down there? Could be anything, really, but... If that creature was collared, we should be prepared for the possibility that there are other captive creatures being held down there. And someone has to be putting those collars on. So what's the plan? Find G and get the hell out of there before we become dinner. Good plan. Stick together. The group made their way slowly across the forest floor until they stood directly above the metal door. With a quick look at his companions, Avaris leaned down, gripping the cool handle in his hand, and pulled the door open. The harsh scrape of metal as the door moved echoed through the air. So much for the element of surprise. Come on, let's get in there before something comes toward that noise. It is more likely that something inside the door than outside the door is here with us. Are you trying to talk me out of this because you're doing a good job? Quiet, you two! Grace is in there and we are saving her. And... What if it's too late? Eve. What? I know we're all thinking it. If it's too late for G, what then? We leave. Are you mad? If we can't help her, we need to help ourselves. Trust Avaris. Trust. That's the whole point of this thing. She's in there right now and she might need our help. And we will help her, Malachi. We will help her until she no longer needs our help. Whatever that means. We should get going. There is no telling how long we have. With quick, quiet movements, they climbed down into the open door. One by one, they landed on the ground below and took in the surrounding area. A large metal hallway, spanning as far in either direction as they could see, the ceiling lined with dim fluorescent lighting, the sound of the constant electricity buzzing filling the space. Now what? We need to cover more ground, right? I do not like where that question is leading. You think we should split up? The more ground we cover quickly, the more chance we find G before anything bad happens. Good idea. Let's go. Malachi took a large step down the hall, and a slight mechanical sound filled the space. Wait, Malachi, don't move! What? Why? I think you're on a pressure plate. A As Malachi turned to look at Avaris, the mechanical sound released and suddenly the ground beneath their feet fell away. Moments later, the fluorescent lights from the ceiling disappeared as they fell through the air, lower and lower. The slick walls curved in to form a metallic slide as they continued with their descent into the darkness. Mm. They reached for each other, the walls, anything to slow their sliding, but the walls were too slick, too smooth. They could do nothing but ride it out and wait. 
As they moved quicker through the darkness, they lost sight of each other, between the speed and the lack of any light. The other's screams and grunts disappeared. Eventually, they heard nothing but their own screams, their own breathing. And then it stopped. The metallic tube that they traveled down opened up into a room as they tumbled out on the hard metallic floor and quickly looked around. Oh, shit! What the hell was that? As they rose from their landing spots on the hard floor, they waited for their eyes to ju- they waited for their eyes to adjust to their new surroundings. The quiet was the first thing that they noticed, almost as if the room was entirely soundproof and nothing from beyond these walls could be heard. And as they slowly moved around the darkened space, they each came to. The- and as they slowly moved around the darkened space, they each came to the same horrifying realization. The others were not there. Each of them were trapped in their own metallic, soundproof room, completely and totally alone. Eve? Malachi? Avaris? Anyone? You've got to be kidding me. Where the hell am I? Grace? Grace? Are you here? Hello? Anyone? Hmm. Soundproof dials. Very interesting. As they each began exploring their own rooms, a small screen flickered to life on each of their walls. A white picture shone on the screen, and its light flooded the small rooms, and a voice came through the speaker. Greetings, new subjects! I trust you found us easily enough. Oh, screw you! Oh, by now you've probably <laughs> figured out that I have isolated you from your companions. What a pity! You all seem to get along <coughs> so well. But don't worry, I'll give you a chance to see each other again. Where's Grace? I want to run a little experiment with you. I do hope you feel up to participating. In front of you on the wall are six buttons. Take a look. Go ahead. Taking careful steps towards the screen to examine the buttons on the wall, they found six badges, with names and colors corresponding to each of them. Surprised? You shouldn't be. We've been expecting you. What are you doing to us? First, I think you would like to see what you're playing for. The screen flashed again, and replacing the white tile was a camera feed of an identical room to which they all stood. Laying on the floor in the center, writhing in pain, was Grace. What are you doing to her? Grace... Let go of her, you monster! She's begun her transformation. Soon enough she'll join my collection of sentient beasts. I'd say she has ten minutes left. As they watched the screen, they noticed a metal collar around her neck, and blood trailing down from where it was contacting the skin. She held her arms close to her, as if she was trying to hold herself together. Damn it! Now here comes the fun part. I have an antidote. Ready to administer. It'll stop the transformation, even heal some of those injuries that she has when she was brought to me. All you have to do is trust her. <laughs> if you all unanimously vote for Grace to have the antidote, then she'll get it. Simple as that. There must be a catch. Oh, that's too simple. However, Grace will be voting on something herself. She's voting on who else to infect. No. The rules are simple, really. If Grace votes for someone else to be infected, she'll get the antidote and that person will begin their own transformation. She could vote for herself, of course. That is, if she trusts you to give her the antidote. 
And if you all vote for Grace to get the antidote, then she gets it. No other tricks. But if you vote for yourselves to get the antidote, then you will. Just in case she's so blinded by pain that she can't take chances on whether or not you'll all help her. Hmm. Such a conundrum, really. I can't wait to see what you'll do. You have one minute to make your choices. Good luck! The voice disappeared, as did the image of Grace on the screen. The colored buttons on the wall lit up, and the screen displayed a countdown. Fifty-nine. Fifty-eight. Fifty-seven. Shit, come on! Please, Grace, trust us. Please trust us. The probability of her trusting us is very low, considering her current physical state. If she votes for one of us... She's actually turning into one of those things. Oh god, this is so not how I pictured this challenge going. She's gonna vote for me. <laughs> she already dislikes me, right? She probably thinks I would protect myself, so she would vote for me. Gee, right? gee, I hope the real you is still piloting right now, because I'm really banking on your selflessness to trump your self-preservation. We've got you, Grace. We've got you. If she voted for someone, and they voted for themselves, we would still be all free from the transformation. However, would we then have failed this challenge of trust? Damn it, G, do you trust me? I'm not even sure if I trust myself. Fifteen. Fourteen. Thirteen. Cast 12. your votes! Time is running out! Trust us, Grace. Please. I do not like this one bit. Six. Five. Four. What a horrible mind trick. Damn it! One. Zero. Time's up. Please. Please. <laughs> oh, I loved all that delicious tension. Let's see how you all did. Malachi, you voted for Grace to receive the antidote. Brave. Leaving yourself vulnerable like that. And I do it again. Jeb, you voted for Grace to receive the antidote. Thank you, oh. Jen. Thank you. Eve, you voted for Grace to receive the antidote. Oh, okay. Okay. Come on, guys. <laughs> Hank. Logical thinking, Hank. Oh, you had trouble coming to a decision, didn't you? So many variables. Not enough information. You were so confused. No, Hank. Tell me mm. you didn't. Your hand hovered over a few different buttons, didn't it? I needed to see the big picture. Hank, you voted for Grace to receive the antidote. Thank God. Thank you, Hank. And that big picture was trusting each other. That was more important than any variable. And that left Grace and Avaris. <laughs> I can practically taste the tension. How did you vote? Hmm? Did you trust Grace to believe you'd save her? What do you think her pain, her agonizing transformation kept her from truly trusting you? Perhaps she voted for someone else in hope they finally, they finally pain would stop. Perhaps Avaris voted for himself to trust from the, to protect from the infection. Protect himself because he doesn't trust Grace to save you all. A tricky, tricky situation, isn't it? Shall we see what she decided, Avaris? Should we see if she trusted you? The way you so clearly did not trust her? No. Varus, tell me you didn't. Grace chose to infect. The rooms fell even quieter, as they each sat alone in the dark, staring at the screen, heartbeats throbbing in their chests. Herself! 
Oh, Grace. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't it. celebrate too quickly, my friends. We have one player left. Avaris! Did you trust Grace enough to save your life? Or did you selfishly choose to cover yourself? Okay, Avaris. Come on. Tell me you made the right choice. <laughs> oh, but wait. Before we reveal your answer, let's throw one more fun little wrench into the works. No, thank you. Let's have ourselves one last vote. Oh! Why don't we? If you believe that Avaris chose to save Grace, then vote for Avaris. Grace will receive the antidote, and you will have revealed your trust in Avaris. But if you think Avaris chose to save himself, then cast your vote for Grace. It'll override his vote and save her life. But then Avaris will be infected, of course, and fail this challenge miserably. <laughs> oh, but you'll all have succeeded, so remember, it must be unanimous. I'm getting really tired of these damn tricks, Hub. Trust each other, or don't. The choice is yours. Twenty seconds. The timer appeared on the screen again, as the buttons on the wall lit up. Nineteen. Eighteen. Seventeen. Damn it! Varys, what did you do? What did you do? Hovering over the buttons on the wall, each person made their choice and stepped back. Malachi threw his head into his hands, while Hank took steadying breaths. Eve simply sat on the ground near the screen, and Jeb moved to the far end of the room to get as far away from their vote as they could. Two. One. Zero. Well, well, well. Well, we've done it, haven't we? You've gotten to the dark, gritty, selfish parts of you all. Trusted your trust. And what did we find? They watched... They each watched the screen nervously, waiting for the doctor to continue. Why don't we see what Avaris voted for in the first round? Avaris, you voted for... Grace, to receive the antidote. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Avaris. <laughs> but did you all trust him to make the right choice? Let's see how you voted. The screen lit up with two names, Avaris and Grace. First vote, Avaris. <sighs> Am I supposed to be sweating this much? Second vote, Avaris. Three more. Third vote, Avaris. The slash mark showed up under his name on the screen as the others watched carefully, their breath caught in their throats. Fourth vote, Avaris. We might actually do this. Come on, come on. Fifth vote. Spit it out. Come on. Avaris. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, oh thank God. <laughs> We've done it. Congratulations, subjects. You trusted each other, even when it felt impossible. Administering the antidote now. The screen went black, and the wall in front of them slowly lowered until it had disappeared onto the floor, revealing their companion standing behind other lowering walls all around this large, circular room. Malachi's hands, Malachi's eyes ran over all his companions and landed on Grace, who was sitting up on her knees, with her hands clutching the metal band around her throat. Grace. Grace. Uh, um, I'm okay. I'm okay. Gee, we found you. Why isn't your collar thing coming off? It seems to be administrating an uh, antidote right now. 
They watched as the collar emptied a bluish liquid into the part of her neck where it connected before releasing its clasp and falling to the floor beneath her. Malachi dropped to his knees in front of her and pulled her into his arms in a tight embrace. I'm okay. Thanks to all of you. Your hands. The infection is gone. Grace turned her palms up to analyze the scars that adorned her palms. Completely healed. Well, that was a little too close for comfort. <laughs> I'm glad you are okay. I hated that I was not able to help you more. You did help, Hank. Thank you. Avaris moved slowly to stand in front of Grace, who stood with the assistance of Malachi. She smiled and rushed forward and threw her arms around his neck and hugged. <laughs> uh, thanks for, uh, trusting me. <laughs> thanks for being worth it. I, all of you. Uh, thank you. I, uh, I know I can come off like a jerk most times, but thank you for trusting that I do the right thing. I only doubted you a little. <laughs> what? The area was filled with a bright yellow light as a portal appeared in the center of the room. There was no hesitation as they jumped through, leaving the collar and the lab behind. Light, then dark, then light again. As their eyes adjusted, they found themselves back in the familiar landscape of Hub, but as they looked out over the serene body of water through the trees, they noticed the sounds. The chirping of birds as they flew overhead, splashing from fish who were dancing through the water, the sound of small footsteps scurrying up the trees as the squirrels burrowed into the woods. Life had erupted in her. <laughs> These creatures look so real. Is that possible? G almost got turned into a Bigfoot. <laughs> Pretty sure anything's possible. We've got yellow on our wristbands now, too. They glanced at their bands to confirm. A new section of yellow blended into the already a new section of yellow blended into the already growing rainbow of encircling their wrists. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. What is it? I have heard the name Hub before. Before this, I mean. I remember it from the outside. Wait, so have I. I have no idea where, though. Oh, well, dang. Same here. Uh, now that you mention it, it is familiar to me as well. Yep. So we all knew about Hub before coming here. How is that possible? We've been surrounded by these assholes for a while. They've probably been watching us. Toying with us. Um, guys? We've known that, Avaris. We can't let it frustrate us now. We have to stay calm. Calm? What if we're doing this for- what if we're stuck doing this forever, huh? Guys. We won't be. How do you know? A few days ago, you didn't even know your name! <coughs> Guys, I see something. I know that, but we didn't just go through all that in the last portal for all- us- in the last portal for us to give up on each other now. Both of you, please calm down. We're not gonna get through this if we're at each other's throats. I see something! That's your problem! That's all your problem! You think this is something to get through, like there's something on the other side. But what if there isn't? What if this is all there is forever? Excuse me, please. I see something and I would like you all to listen to me. What is it, Jeb? There's another portal. Already? We just got back. They're trying to tire us out. Where is it? <laughs> You're not gonna like this. 
Jeb pointed their finger in the direction of the portal, and there it was, a shining, bright, vibrant portal, its pink aura visible despite its location, which was smack dab in the middle of a wide-open body of water settled down on the floor of the ocean. Bum bum bum. End. Oof. Is Hank's toxic so, trait that he can't swim? I swear to God, <laughs> if we have to erupt into swim this way from Kingdom Hearts 2, I am going to have a conniption. Oh, that's on the floor the of the ocean. So... The portal just says swimming. Yes. <laughs> the portal just like this getting challenge. to the portal trust, is the test. We have wit, now swimming. There is a we complication. Trust, then we have courage, and then there is swimming. Yeah. That's a life skill. From this point on, it's actually a triathlon. We've pivoted. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my so, god. So, uh... one, one of you did actually call what elimination involved early on. Uh, but before we get to that and before we get to who is being eliminated. Are you just doing a bit to be the mad scientist like from this episode? What are you doing? What are you doing? Actually, Nicole, tell well, we, her things. We legitimately do have a question from from Twitch chat. What about the other Bigfoot werewolves? Are they other hubbers? Oh. oh I think my it's God. been established the portals are mostly simulations, so I don't know that they're <coughs> anything. But then again, we haven't exactly what if established it's us? that. That's true. No, no, because what, what? What if it's us in a simulation? And what if? What if it's all? Oh God, no! Because like, think about the first time we had a magic school, and the the students were some us. people had some or, like, names. Yeah, the students. Yeah. Were or like the teacher was literally just Hank, or not the teacher, the nurse. Nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the nurse. Right, right. I don't, but yeah, was I don't that know. like? I think that was like you being put into the story, not that like those are actually your guys' identities. So, I don't know, but it could be real. I think if it's not a simulation, then I would definitely be in the camp of, yes, those are, like, failed hubbers. Like the whole Cinnabar Island experiment with dittos being failed Mewtwo clones. Oh, That'd be God. Disturbing. Oh, yeah. Failed oh, consciousness is stuck in the simulation. Oh, yeah. dear. I'm but so hey, confused, wait, we though. Were, we were right a while ago. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, because so... Okay, we talked about last week how it, it was weird that, like, Avaris seemed really good at the orange challenge and yellow struggled, right? Mm -hmm. And now this week it was the exact opposite. And I'm just here like, I know that Nicole didn't make a typo, but, like, it feels like this is a typo. No, I feel I feel, feel like Nicole feel is yeah, throwing it. Yeah. I need I to feel, know why. I feel like Nicole is... is doing it specifically so we don't recognize any manner of pattern mm -hmm. uh, and that there the the pattern is that there is no pattern it is randomized and chaotic it's weird that they're swapped though because if it just like didn't line up that would be different than it being like swapped i'm, I'm very confused by that but it yeah, might maybe we just mean. got hit by the luckiest randomizer ever i've seen weirder in pokemon <laughs> it's games it's, it's true. It, it works well it's yeah. like Kudos was the portal because we knew we we figured out that Avaris's thing would like we 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 were like if he had a challenge what would it be it would and be we trust like, but we then like, apparently trust. that one's yellow instead yeah, even though even, even though the, it was yeah. like clearly Avaris's challenge kind of I mean yeah because like Grace yeah. is the easy one to trust out of those two so that was like yeah and the more and trusting the portal was yellow right yeah yeah, yeah. what was what was the I'm trying to think and, if there's the a connection between orange, like even though the it was, it was the last strange. one was orange. 
with green to... and yeah. courage with red. Courage. And then what was Green's challenge? Wit. 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 And then, like, Eve clearly was the one who performed that, the way that Malachi was clearly the one who performed Red in the original school, and then these next two were swapped. I'm wondering if the colors are meant to represent not the people, but the lessons that are supposed to be learned. So yellow's so like yellow's like fear. No, like it's it's more like yellow's related to like fear, like a yellow-bellied person. So like, oh, like what is it can also be? I don't know. It can also be a color, I believe, that's associated with. No, that's not greed. That greed greed is color. That'd be green. Orange. Greed is green. Green Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Green yeah. Lantern. Okay, so I there is. Okay, so I'm was, sure it's so, not an accident that your name is Avaris, which green means green, green, and you're associated with orange. Yeah, I have the, was, I have the indigo one. Oh yeah, it's like I'm it blue, red, but I wear the green because there's not a good blue ring. Orange, yellow, red, green. I'm sorry, was, I don't have was, the. Um, I have the red, ring. green, red. orange, red, yellow, green, now orange, pink. Yellow, pink, and now pink, and now pink. So that leaves blue. Lose the uh. That leaves okay. You. Ah! Ah! Uh. Okay. On a completely separate note, does Jeb not know what a werewolf is? Is that like something they don't know? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Just like surprised, honestly. Or, or, or they do dying. know, but they they don't know that Bigfoot doesn't. They don't know that Bigfoot is not a yeah. werewolf. Maybe they think Bigfoot they is a werewolf. They immediately were like, I'm turning works. into Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this werewolf just has big feet. Okay. <laughs> a Bigfooted werewolf. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Subcategory. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who so among funny. us hasn't been lost in the woods and seen a wolf with like four human feet? That's happened to me twice, so. Yeah, exactly. So does anyone have any final thoughts, ideas, conspiracies before I have a thought? Go for it. My thought is maybe no connection whatsoever. Yellow was eliminated in the last challenge and then got bit and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Whereas Grace has yet to be eliminated, got bit and almost became a werefoot. Well, she didn't get bit. She had the collar, so who she knows? She did have the collar, but it, she was, like, removed by yeah. the creature. So yeah. So I'm like, maybe, like, elimination is actually just immunity, and I'm better than everyone. But also no memory. So one in Yeah, but I got a memory this time. Right. right. You just don't well, get to learn whatever that thing you were going to well, learn was. Well, what I was going to say is that we, I think we kind of established at the beginning that um, the idea of memories as a reward system which was, of course, Emery's big prediction. So Emery, you are being eliminated, but what I want to do is give you the option of choosing someone Wait, else. Am to I receive... being eliminated too? Because I also was like the Squid Game bucket thing. Squid are Game bucket's a same? little different. The okay. distribution, the, the method of distribution is a little different. So Emery, I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. Because you don't know if elimination means that you are going to be hamstrung or buffed. So you have the option of giving your elimination to another actor. Okay. I mean, I still, I feel like I want to keep it because I still feel like it would just be incredibly ironic if it's a bad thing and then I'm not here next week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Are you are you absolutely certain that this is what you want? Give it to me. Yeah, because I think that'd be so funny. <laughs> All right. 
Wow. I want to know what it is. Give it to me. Banking on a joke. I, okay, Go I mean, right if, Delt, if Delton really wants it, he can have it. But... I'm a chaos gremlin. I need to know what the button does. You are like Dee from Dexter's Lab. Oh, my God. Hey, Dee Dee. What does this button do? Get out hey, of Didi. my laboratory. Get out of my laboratory. It's up to you, Emery. Do you want to keep it or do you want to give it to Delton, who is begging for chaos gremlin hood? <laughs> do, do, you, do you want the button, Delton? I'm genuinely curious. I can't help myself. Okay, you can have the button, Delton. If you want the button, you can have the button. <laughs> Delton. Mm -hmm. As your elimination, you are receiving one free pass to not answer any dumbass question that I send your way. Oh, Delton deserves that one. You do ask him some of the most dumbass questions, I feel like. Yeah, that's definitely a stat buff. So, this is a bad one... thing for me, though, because I'm a Chaos Gremlin, and I was given an anti-Chaos Gremlin button. Exactly. I'm sorry. Which means you it's more chaos. So we <coughs> He can so, barter with it, says Gabe. Our, yes, our producer wants to know if he can barter with it. No. No. No, it has been, it has been um, like, soul-bound to you now. I like so, how the producer is now no longer running the show. Congratulations, Delton. You have you are now. If if you don't want to answer a question next week, you can say I'm using my elimination. Or if you do, you can still go ahead and answer. But you it's now like a survivor have, emblem. Yeah, but it only you can only do it once. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is not. It's not stackable. <laughs> it's not reusable or renewable. It's only a one-time use only benefit. And you for all you know, after you use it, I might just use it as ammo to ask you just even the worst possible questions afterward. Who said I'm not going to use it when you ask me like my name or how I'm doing? So then you have to come up with weird oh, questions for the rest it. of the show. That it it will not count towards introducing yourself because that is not a benefit for me. I know who you are, but it is a benefit for our audience. Don't Damn. don't do anything that might like not not be to the because if someone is hopping in and they're new to the story, I don't but want them to be. How I'm doing? I will not yeah. answer questions about my mental health. Yeah, I wish I had <laughs> trying to, to skip the how are it. you question. <coughs> like you ever just Barter. you know some people are like how are you and you're just like can we can we not? I'm just no, usually yeah. kind Let's of not like talk about how I'm doing today. <laughs> yeah, I usually just no. kind of middle distance there like yeah. How are you doing? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This was fun, everybody. <sighs> Excellent. Yes. Oh, can I say, I was really shocked. Oh, wait, are we done? Are we, do we have to close? Ah! No, what I was about to say was, who has final thoughts and ideas that they want to share with the class? <laughs> I have a final thought I'd like to share with the class. Okay. Uh, I was shocked. I thought, I thought Jeb would be the one who was the holdout because Jeb was worried about turning into a... Big, yeah, aware, I thought that was going to come back too. Yeah, I was shocked that it was Avaris who was just kind of like, Grace is out to get me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. Agree. I thought I was for sure. I was like, oh, the portal's yellow, and Jeb's going to be. Jeb like, thinks they're I turning need, into a werewolf. Yeah, Jeb thinks they're turning big into a, a Bigfoot. Like Jeb needs Jeb is the he, Jeb's going to be the one who's like, I need that antidote. I don't know, but it didn't end up happening. So good on Jeb. I thought it was a chunk taken out of his shoulder that went unaddressed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shoot. That Did that get dealt with? <laughs> like, oh shoot. Oh, okay. Really. <laughs> oh well, I stopped the bleeding and stuff, and I kept saying, "I don't he's think fine. that's he's fine. fine. He's fine." 
So just like a portion of Jeb's shoulder, a chunk of the plot is missing. No! Wonderful. Maybe we just mm. overacted the bite. Maybe we were just too good yeah. at it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the we're lab, the creature, maybe the the lab took really care of, of their shoulder, too. That, yeah, the lab could have taken care of it and just didn't yeah, get mentioned. There was, there was, extra, there was extra antidote lying around. Because they seemed fine. When we got yeah. back, like I think that would have been brought yeah, up. People, people yeah, people, people were maybe, like, "Oh then my again, god, maybe I just Jeb acted dying. that badly. Maybe I just didn't maintain that <laughs> level of distress, and that's on me." The plot twist is you were actually like fine the whole time. Maybe you're just being really dramatic. <laughs> maybe a wizard did it. <laughs> I don't know. Say, really? And neither don't have healing spells. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but what uh, if? Okay, wizards don't have healing spells. But what if they are dual class with a cleric or paladin? There's actually or the transmutation with or a druid. Their name is Donald Duck. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They suck. <laughs> well, I, I just took artificial initiate and I got cure wounds and guidance. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yes. There's actually yes. the transmutation wizard that can use their uh, transmutation yes. stone. They can burn it. Oh. Oh. Get some healing stuff. Good. So that's very helpful to know. Um, I so I, as you can probably tell, I don't play caster classes. I play the smashy, smashy, hit you classes a lot because I think that's fun. I've had uh, one monk. Yo, oh, I my next one <laughs> the is casters. If my next one's not a bard, it'll be a monk. All right. So any any final thoughts or? Uh, I really want lumberjack of Aris to be canon, please. <laughs> Please. Yes. If he doesn't awesome. go camping, but he's comfortable in the woods, I need him to be a lumberjack. I'm a lumberjack form. and I'm okay. I'm okay. I sleep, I sleep all, all night, night and I work all day. All day. Yes, he... flannel next week, Grant. Yes, I yes. don't I agree with Corey because that is a bad fashion choice on me. But um, <laughs> but that was, what if that you was a good steer? That, what if that you wore a second with Mel? <laughs> but what if you? Aubrey. You wore high heels, <laughs> suspendies, and a bra because you wish you'd been a girly just like your dear Papa. <laughs> I'm not familiar said... with that part I... of the song. I never said I was going for Monty Python, no... <laughs> Monty Python next week. Look, I just... never said that. I, you know, I for reference, for reference, my cat here is actually named after a Monty Python character, so you can't you can't bring that up in my presence and not have me follow through with the bit. I thought oh, you said I, reference, I, I, comma, my cat. Like this, my my cat <laughs> named reference. My cat is a reference. I I did what? actually I have actually said that my next cat will be named Pop Culture Reference. Your papa. Pop for short. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Okay. A pod papa named Pop. All right. Any any last minute any things before we wrap this up? I'm glad Blue didn't go. Yes, we're all glad that Blue didn't go. All right. Cold Cuts is based on an original idea by our writing partner Declan Grogan. Music by Vincenzo Torsiello. Hub is written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen. We do this every Saturday and every Tuesday. The videos are posted on YouTube and the audio will be available on all streaming platforms. Make sure to follow us online at Platform Podco, P-L-A-T-F-O-R-M-P-R-O-D-C-O for more. And we will see you next time 